Some of my favorite parts of student ministry are camps, lock-ins, retreats, and mission trips. Those times where we can get away and spend longer, uninterrupted time with a group of leaders and students. But how do we make it through those times without feeling incredibly tired and burned out? On this episode of Student Ministry Connection, I want to give you three tips that have helped me and many others not only to survive, but thrive during camps and extended ministry programs. Welcome to Student Ministry Connection, a podcast for those who serve in student ministry, want to connect, and desire to grow. My name is Steve Cullum, and in my 20-plus years of serving in student ministry, I have attended so many camps and retreats. I have served on over 15 mission trips, and I've led who knows how many different retreats. And I'm also one of those weird youth leaders who actually likes lock-ins. Why? Because I believe there's something special about pulling students out of their normal lives and providing a dedicated time to connect with God and others. In fact, if you listen to the episode before this, you know how much I believe in these kinds of ministry programs. On that episode, my friend Jeff Harding and I talked about preparation, engagement, and follow-up strategies of a successful camp. But today I want to talk to you about you and your leaders. This last week, I had the opportunity to serve at a CIY MOVE conference as the campus pastor. So my responsibilities were to care for the youth leaders, provide a daily devotional thought at the morning leaders meeting, and lead an elective workshop for students who were feeling called into ministry. And while I had various questions from leaders throughout the week, one popped up a few times that did not surprise me. It's also a question that I've gotten from my own volunteers and interns and staff and fellow youth pastors over the years. How do I make it this week without getting burned out? I'm so tired from all the long conversations, the late nights, the discipline issues, the teenage drama, the spiritual conversations, the loud music, the unhealthy food, the thin mattresses, and trying to be an example for students all the time. How do you still have the energy, Stephen? Why in the world would you say you wanted to do a lock-in this next month after all this? Again, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on this episode of the podcast. But before we jump into any of that, Let's pause and thank the sponsor for this episode. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone as well, with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $20 a month. If you're looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides, that's $30 a month. And if you want an affordable, engaging video curriculum, G-Shades has you covered for only $40 a month. You will not find a better youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere. Head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season four of G-Shades curriculum and use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to receive an extra $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You can find the link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. 
When it comes to camps and retreats and lock-ins and all of those different types of extended ministry programs, it's something I really enjoy. But I feel like there's also a few things that I've learned over the years to allow me to have more energy. And I really have gotten a lot of those questions from my own leaders or other leaders when they look at me and, and wonder, how in the world do you still have energy on day five of this? Or why are you still going after an all-night lock-in? How do you do this? Well, I have learned some different tips over the years, and some of those tips were taught to me, some of those were learned the hard way. But I wanted to share three of those tips with you today, and hopefully they'll be able to help you, but also maybe your youth leaders or your volunteers on your team or other youth leaders you know as well. And no, I'm not going to just encourage you to drink a lot of coffee or energy drinks or something like that. In fact, I think we need to take care of ourselves. Many of you have probably heard of R&R, like rest and recuperation. Well, today I wanted to offer you RBR. The first R is relationship. Don't forget about your relationship with Jesus. In fact, of the three tips that I'm going to offer in this episode, this is the most important. Don't forget about your relationship with Jesus. And some of you that are brand new in ministry are probably thinking, Steve, that's, that's crazy. Why would I ever forget about my relationship with Jesus? But if you've been in ministry for any length of time, you've probably realized sometimes, and we get focused so much on the doing of ministry that we forget about the being with Jesus part of it. So as we're in the middle of a camp or mission trip or lock-in or any time where we have an extended time with students, of course, we need to be focused on the students, but let's not forget about Jesus, the main reason why we are there. Yes, it's for those students and to help them know Jesus, but if we're not connecting with Jesus, then we really are just kind of hanging out with teenagers and that's it. So let's focus on our own relationship with Jesus. What could that look like? Well, number one, it looks like just spending time with him on a regular basis. But it also means going into worship times and actually focusing more on Jesus than you are all those students that need to be paying attention. We need to be sharing the responsibility and, of course, making sure students aren't causing trouble or anything like that. But where you can, focus on worshiping God. And also take those times where you can throughout the day to just pray or read your Bible or do whatever it takes to get you focused on Jesus. And doing that before and after is also really important. I think we can look to Jesus himself for an example. You know, you'd think if anybody was incredibly busy, it'd be Jesus with all the things that he needed to do. But as Alan Fadling and many others have reminded us, Jesus always remembered to take time and be with his father. So take time and be with your father. Don't forget your relationship with Jesus. Exceptions are exceptions, and they're going to happen sometimes where you can't pull away like you really want to. But as Adam Mabry says, if you let something flex too much, it warps. So don't let it warp. Make sure you're spending time with Jesus. Don't forget your relationship with him. The second tip has to do with boundaries. Hang out with students, but make sure it's not 24-7. I talk to so many leaders that feel like they have to be with students all the time. And while you do have an extended time with those students, and it's very valuable and it's awesome, also know that you don't have to be with them 24-7. This is why we serve on a team. You don't have to be the one that's always with that student. Share the load. Share the responsibilities. And if you are alone, make sure you get other people on your team so you can share those responsibilities. As the youth pastor, that's why you have volunteers on your teams to help you out. If you are one of those volunteers, make sure you're not taking on all that responsibility yourself. 
And a lot of times where this comes into play is late at night. I've talked to so many youth leaders over the years that say they have this long day with so much going on and they've been going from, you know, six or seven in the morning all the way to like midnight or later because students just need them and they're talking late into the night and having questions about their faith and about relationship with Jesus and all these different things. There's great conversations, but do they have to happen after midnight? Or could you actually say to a student, hey, those are great questions, but can we rest on those tonight and talk about it more over breakfast tomorrow morning? I mean, sometimes students will even get in this cycle where they're saying the same thing over and over and over again, or they're asking the same questions over and over and over again. I mean, we get to that place too as adults, and sometimes we just need to pull back and rest for a little bit. Encourage them to go to sleep, that way you can get some sleep as well, and then revisit that conversation at another time. That's totally okay. If a student is not on the verge of hurting themselves or hurting someone else or something like that, that would definitely need your attention right in that moment, and that is the only time you can do that, I encourage you to put up some boundaries. And one of the best ways that we can do this is to practice saying no, or at least not right now. Take some time for yourself during the week as well. Make sure you're not pouring out constantly throughout the week because that will drain you. And the final tip has to do with rest. And when I say rest, I mean physical rest. Rest when your relationship with Jesus is important. We've already talked about that. But I want to talk about physical rest before, during, and after these events. Many times we think of only resting after camp or a retreat or an overnighter. But the reality is that we need to rest before and during as well. I recommend taking a half day for every full day of an extended program. So for example, if you are going on a five-day retreat, I recommend taking about two and a half days to rest. I would usually split this up as one day before and one and a half days after. You could also do a half day before and two days after. Be sure to not be legalistic about it. The point is that we need to take time on both ends of the event. So make sure you're working in that comp time as well. And if your leadership doesn't allow you to have any sort of comp time, I would encourage you to have a conversation with them, especially if you're working at the church. That really does need to be worked into your regular time. But if you're a volunteer, make sure you're working in some time where you can also rest before and after. I know it's hard as a volunteer, and sometimes it's, it's near impossible, but try to make that time before and after. But also, we need to make sure to look for times during the event that we can pull away and rest during a camp or overnighter as well. There will be times where you need to go strong, but there's other times where you can probably pull away for a half-hour nap. Remember, Jesus took naps, so be like Jesus. I'm not a huge nap person myself, but I do make sure to take some time away. Maybe if there's an extended rec time in the afternoon of three hours, let's say, you don't need to be going strong for three hours straight in the heat of the day. Take a half an hour. That's totally okay. And if you don't feel like you can take that rest for whatever reason, maybe it's time to evaluate yourself and also have a conversation with your leader. Maybe you're a volunteer and you're talking with your youth pastor about making some time in the afternoon to actually go and rest as a leader. You want to be the best you can be. So make sure you're taking some time to rest before, during, and after this event. So as a reminder, it's about your relationship, boundaries, and rest. Make sure you're focusing on all three of those in order to thrive at this camp, overnighter, retreat, mission trip, or whatever you're doing at an extended program. I also want to make some recommendations for those of you that want to learn more about this, especially around the idea of avoiding burnout or 
coming back from a season of burnout or anything like that. I've had James Sabin on the podcast twice in the past on episode 34 and 90. On episode 34, he talks about his own burnout and how he overcame it. And on episode 90, he looks back and shares some ways to avoid burnout and falling back into burnout. You can also check out the Youth Ministry Soul Keeper podcast with James Sabin and Todd Parridge. The podcast is all about taking care of your soul as a youth leader. And I also want to recommend the Free Refills podcast by National Network of Youth Ministries. In fact, I'm going to be a guest on that one really soon. And then there's three books I want to recommend. The first is The Art of Rest by Adam Mabry. It's a really short book, but it has so many amazing things. If this has piqued your interest about how to rest well and be with Jesus and not get burned out, The Art of Rest is going to take you to the next level times 10. It's a great book. Also, I want to recommend The Myth of Balance by Frank Beeler. A lot of times we talk about, well, if I can just get my life and my work balanced, and he says that's actually just a myth and talks about how you can focus on the right things at the right time. And finally, I want to recommend again An Unhurried Life by Alan Fadling. This is an amazing book that helps you focus on the right things. And again, as he says that Jesus was unhurried. He was not a busy person as he went about his ministry but yet so many times we focus on being busy and we fill our lives with so many different things and we wear that as a badge of honor. But instead, we need to be unhurried and focus on the right things. So I'd recommend all three of those books and I'll make sure to put all the links to these podcasts and the books in our show notes. And on top of all these resources and tips we've already offered, I also reached out to our community on social media and we had some people respond on both Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, Matt Beeman says, Hydrate starting 48 hours before. Set expectations early and often. Communicate what's now and what's next. Know what's going to push your limits and bring comfortable treats. There's some good tips. And over on Instagram, Brendan Schloss says, Take time throughout the day to spend time with God. Read something not related to the week of camp. And Cameron Sargent says, Always have people to pray over you and speak truth. Thank you all so much for sharing your wisdom there on social media, and I think we might do this more moving forward, so make sure you follow us over on Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. And if you enjoyed this podcast and have not subscribed yet, I encourage you to do so on your favorite podcast app or also on YouTube. I also encourage you to consider sharing this episode with someone else who you think would enjoy it or maybe needs to hear some tips on how to thrive during camp or a lock-in. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast and feel led to support my ministry through National Network of Youth Ministries, you can follow the link in the show notes. As I said back in episode 105, I am so blessed to do what I do through this podcast, but also supporting youth leaders, uniting the church, and reaching teenagers for Jesus. And I could not do that without God, of course, but also without your partnership. So thank you in advance for your prayers and your financial support. And speaking of National Network of Youth Ministries, I want to make sure you all know about a big initiative that we're going to have on August 15th through the 17th of 2023. In our mission to reach every teenager with the gospel, school campuses and detention centers are on the front lines where 81% of the teenage population spends three-fourths of every year. So during our Footprints and Funds campaign from August 15th to 17th of 2023, we'll be gathering at schools and juvenile detention facilities across the nation to live out Joshua 1-3 and claim that ground in preparation for the new year of ministry. We invite you to partner with us to reach more students this school year than ever before. 
Join our team on a prayer walk in your city and place your footprints on a campus and prayerfully consider a special funding gift to help us as we serve youth leaders and reach teenagers for the gospel. Please be sure to reach out if you have any questions. We covet your partnership, and I cannot wait to share more with you about this event in the near future on my social media channels and also my ministry newsletter. Let's continue to unite to advance the gospel to every teenager. And before we go, I also want to thank G Shades for sponsoring this episode. Check out their website at gshades.org and use the promo code CONNECTION to save $20 off your order. And while you're there, be sure to check out their blog and the brand new book from G Shades founder, Mike Haynes. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks with another episode, but until then, be sure to stay connected and may God bless your ministry.